I feel like today is going to be such a meeting time with him. I feel like he wants to, like waves and waves and waves on the seashore, he wants to wash us with his love this morning. And my heart is to see our hearts connect this morning. So we're walking already connected, I know, but intentionally this morning to come together and to say yes to him. And one of the words I had before um, during the week was, was wait. <coughs> is anyone waiting for anything? One, two, three, four, five, six, lots of us waiting. Waiting, waiting, waiting. What does it feel like? Forever. Anything else? What does it feel like? Anticipation. What does it feel like? Sometimes exhaustion. Frustration. Anxiety. Anything else? Hope. Hope. I feel like he's encouraging us as a, as a church family, as a people, that the waiting is actually part of a strategy for him touching our hearts. He's, he's stretching us and growing us. Like if he just gave us everything, we'd be spoiled brats, right? <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like, you know, as a parent and as children, we've all been children, right? We still are probably to kids, for kids. Um, yes, it's like, but it's that connection that's growing and that growing of maturity we said from drinking milk and then we get to eat solids and then eat a steak, maybe. But, um, yeah, I felt like he's <coughs> encouraged this morning as part of the worship time is to, don't be worried about, do I know the, the words, which you probably do because we've been careful about that, but just to sit in that time and let your heart really connect with him. And if that means moving out of your chair and just coming and, you know, kneeling down here or sitting on the edge of this, like just move around and I feel like to come forward, let's really, as a people, let's really connect. Let's really um, honor him and, and lift our eyes to heaven <coughs> because he is wanting to download <coughs> some things today. He's wanting to download a new vision encouragement refreshing and each one of us is going to receive exactly what we're meant to receive so I just want to encourage you to posture your hearts it's like I don't want to be like a baby bird just saying mummy mummy I want my worm you know it's like I I want to I want to be like yes I want to come and get this because that's going to stretch my heart of receiving from him this morning and so is keep trusting in the Lord <clears throat> and do what is right in his eyes fix your heart on the promises of God and you will dwell in the land feasting on his faithfulness his faithfulness his faithfulness not my ability, his faithfulness. 
Find your delight and true pleasure in Yahweh, and He will give you what you desire the most. Chris was praying this beautifully this morning. Give God the right to direct your life. We've done that before, but somehow it's so refreshing to say, God, it's not me on the throne, it's you on the throne. And we want you to be leading us ever so much more than ever before, you know. And as you trust him along the way, you'll find he pulled it off perfectly. And I'm that's so encouraging because, you know, we're waiting and we said it's like, frustrating we haven't seen the results but the ones that we're contending for and things that we want to see in our family and hearts changed but he's pulling off the most magnificent show and so we glorify you father this morning for that you have a plan to bring our children home to you right amen yes let's say yes to that thank you Let's just let's just use use your prayer. This is a prayer time just to say just agreeing with his his timing, his his work, Holy Spirit working in our children and somewhat I day was I think was praying that even when they're on the video games and whatever, that they actually meet Jesus right there. Nowhere that there's nowhere that we can go that the Holy Spirit is not. one of our boys said I'm an atheist Holy Spirit just dropped straight in my heart there's nowhere that he can go that's without my spirit we declare homecoming we declare seeing Jesus we declare revelation yeah we declare wellness and wholeness in the workplace we sing things as we stand and make and see kingdom come and stand in who we are it's good he will appear as your righteousness as sure as the dawning of a new day he will manifest as your justice as sure and strong as the noonday sun So quiet your heart in his presence. He's going to do that. It's perfect. We quiet our hearts in your presence and we wait for you, Yahweh. This is the waiting and the entwining. Speak, whisper your your thanks, whisper your praise. Shakidiana, use your prayer language. Let's just wait for him right now.
worthy, worthy, worthy. Jesus. Jesus. Holy, 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 holy. Worthy, 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 worthy. was shed for us. Heaven praises you, earth joins in. Our praise welcomes you this morning. your heart posture but I also encourage you to stand and let's just let's just stand and posture your voice matters in this Let your word 
Lord's dead Come to life We are here for you
Jesus, lover of my soul, oh, Jesus, I will never let you know, you've taken me from the miry clay, you set Spirit. 
Spirit, not only experiencing Him in minimal ways, and, and sometimes maybe in micro ways, if I can say that, but to step into His love, step into His presence. It says in Acts um, thirteen fifty I'll read out the Amplified, it says, and the disciples were continually filled. Say continually filled. Throughout their hearts and souls, with joy and with the Holy Spirit. And so, the Lord has been showing me that it's not just, it's like, it's like taking a drink of water. When we, when we receive Jesus as our, as our Lord and Savior, Holy Spirit comes and lives inside of us. It's like taking a drink of water, but stepping into His Spirit, stepping into His presence is like being dunked in an ocean. And exploring like the core reefs and the and the inner the inner you know depths of His love and His presence. So that's that's what I pray you you experience today or or start to journey into today and to receive. So we stay in this moment. So I'm just going to stand up here so everybody can see. I'm just some random guy that just came down here from Maryland. Um, Just felt led to come down here and spend some time alone with God. And like I was speaking with others just from Maryland, outside of Baltimore, Maryland, 30 minutes outside uh, 
place called Aberdeen, Maryland, uh, where Calverton Jr. grew up. Um, name dropping for unnecessary reasons there. Um, but what he just said right there is experiencing God and stepping in and experiencing new levels of the Holy Spirit, the presence of God. Matthew chapter 6, verse 33, we get, But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. What he's talking about is what is Jesus Christ is talking about there. Seeking first the kingdom of God. That's placing him first and foremost before anything else and allowing nothing else to stand in the way. Putting him first and foremost, seeking first his kingdom and his righteousness, not the righteousness of our own. We all step into self-righteousness on occasion, and we try to do things in our own strength and in our own power, and then we fall flat on our face. God allows us to fall flat on our face consistently to show us that we can do absolutely nothing in our own strength and in our own power. When we seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, that is the power of the Holy Spirit that is being applied to us. We're stepping into what my gentleman just said right here. We're stepping into his power. We're stepping into his presence. And then the Holy Spirit that's living inside of us that we give over and we fully yield to, when we yield to it, then God will equip us. And he'll give us the power to walk into the things that he wants us to do those good works that he prepared beforehand that we should walk in them he has people set before us on a consistent basis that we can touch their lives but if we try to do it in our own strength and our own power we're always going to fail we're not going to be able to do any of these things we need his power we need his presence we need to step into that fullness of god he provides it for us we just have to seek first his kingdom in his righteousness, and on the back end it says, then all these things should be added unto you. That's not only material possessions. That's not only daily provision for us, but that is his power. That's his presence. That his, is him walking alongside us and equipping us to do the things that he has prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. So let us lay aside, like as the Apostle Paul says, let us lay aside all those hindrances. Let us lay aside all those distractions. Let us lay aside all the things of the world that is going to be passing away. All this is going to be burnt up. We're going to have a new heaven and a new earth. We're going, he's, he's prepared good gifts in heaven for us. Gather for ourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust shall destroy. Let us lay aside all these hindrances. Let us lay aside all these distractions. Let us lay aside all these things of the world that are worth absolutely nothing and gather for ourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust shall destroy. Let us lay it all aside, guys. We have but little time left. Look, we got prophecy being fulfilled consistently right before our eyes. Let us worship in spirit and truth. Yes. So the verse that I was sitting on as well that's been really powerful for me this week. Jesus went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil. And for God was with him. 
And so it says, Jesus went about doing, what was it? Doing good. And I want to speak that over you because I saw we had that opportunity this week so powerfully. Healing all who were oppressed by the devil. For God was with him. God has been with us. But I picked up the few verses, the, the few words before in that same verse in Acts 10. For you know that God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. So I have a, a song that I want to sing over you, and it's really following on about being filled with the Spirit. But it's honoring that beautiful kindness that He's put in our hearts because as He's as He has touched our hearts kindness then pours out so you, you may want to sing along but it may be something just to receive as well so maybe just I want to invite you four just to come and just let this be first of all my thanks over you but I feel like it's it's father's thanks over you and because the words in this are just showing how how we have cared for the ones who didn't know you. They walked into this room and one said, she came back to thank. She said, I came to get clothes and I wanted to come back and tell you that because of your invitation into the, the Spirit Cafe, that she got so much hope. She got her life changed. She came to get clothes and she left changed with a hope. And you have done that. You've positioned yourself. You've sacrificed yourselves. You've, you've said, here I am. I'm going to be somewhat overwhelmed by all the clothes, right, Jennifer? <laughs> a lot of clothes, right? It was sort of overwhelming. But it was amazing. And, and so much that everybody did just to keep it all in order. And so this song is about being filled. Let me be filled. With kindness and compassion for the one The one for whom you loved and gave your soul For humanity Increase my love Sing that again Let me be filled With kindness and compassion for the one whom you loved and gave your soul for humanity increase my love help me to love with open arms like you do a love that erases all the lines and sees the truth oh that when they look in my eyes would see you just a smile that they would feel the Father's love let me be filled with kindness and compassion for the one the one for whom you loved and gave your soul for humanity my love help 
to the famous and in between you formed us and you made us carefully cause in the end we're all your children help me to love with open arms like you do love that erases all the lines and sees the truth. Oh, that when they look in my eyes, they would see you. Even in just a smile, they would feel the Father's heart. that love we had to receive it on the inside and you've smiled on each of us and because we reached out to other people this week they get to see him in eternity can only imagine what it will be like when I walk by your side I can only imagine what my eyes will see when your face is before me I can only imagine <laughs> difference for more people to see him. I just want to say well done over you all. That we will stand hand hand in hand with the ones that we've touched. I can only imagine what it will be like when I walk by your side. Will I stand 
of you to know that you're playing a part in a beautiful love story of reconciliation and hope. He comes to fill us. It's like each of us has covered each other's backs this week. I feel like you're showing us the piece that I play, that, that part of the picture that I play is so vital. Just stay in this place. Fix your eyes on him. in these moments God has things to say to you he wants to say to you well done he wants to say to you I know he wants to say to you I love you
as one big family we love to celebrate the Lord's death and resurrection with the elements of bread and wine. We're going to do that differently this week. Just stay in this place of your eyes fixed on him and your ears open to his voice and your heart open to his love. And at some point I'm going to come to you with the elements for you. And you're going to receive when you're ready. We're all together in it, but God's got something special for you in these moments. So focus on him and not on what's going on in the room. Jesus, lover of my soul, Jesus, I will never let you go. see my heart to be seen right through seen right through 
see me, you see me, you know me, you know me fully. There's nothing I want to hide from you. Nothing I want to hide from you. You open me up with your eyes, you see me with beauty and
Jesus, that there is no end. That you're going to be right there, always, eternally. And we're going to be right there with you. <laughs> it can be so challenging sometimes to accept the love that he has for us. But we've got all eternity to keep practicing. <laughs> I think we've seen this past week just how powerful it is when we do allow him to love us so that we can love others. I want us to celebrate some of what God has been doing through the love that you, his people, carry in your hearts and in your lives. Because through the Sisters' Closet, through Spirit Cafe, th even through the Veterans Day concert last night with the choir, God has been moving in people's lives, touching hearts and showing himself to them And although he could do that supernaturally, he does all over the world, <laughs> you know, particularly in Arab nations <laughs> where it's illegal to be talking about Jesus, then Jesus just shows up and reveals himself. But you know, in, in nations where there's liberty, as we celebrate this Veterans Weekend, Jesus shows up with skin on. And Jesus looks increasingly like you. And you look increasingly like Jesus. So we want to hear a few stories of what God has been doing as we've listened to him and 
walked in step with him and allowed his love to show to other people. And uh, I think what we'll do is start with Fount and Linda. Fount and Linda couldn't be with us this morning, so Jane was able to take a short video of what God did with them uh, in the Spirit Cafe yesterday. So let's see Fount and Linda, and then we'll open it up for others in the room to share. Not know they were Muslim, obviously, but uh, it became very clear. We saw the two girls, and in both girls, I really saw potential for God to use them. Uh, they're younger, uh, mid-teen and uh, early, whatever. Anyway, and the mother, and then there was a boy that sat over to the side. But as we talked, as we talked, God himself showed up and began to woo them. And uh, having some experience with the uh, Muslim religion and so forth, we knew better than to try to witness the way evangelists normally witness. So a we family, just, a Moroccan family whatever. sitting in but front of them. Just talking about how good God, God is love. And of course, God is Allah for them. And I'm okay with that. But uh, I said something about in uh, I have a friend who goes to uh, Morocco, has been there several times, he does prayer walks. And uh, there are people over there in Morocco, and this family was from Morocco, been here two weeks. Two years. Uh, two years in, in the States. And uh, so there's this man in white, which is Jesus, has been appearing to them and changing their lives. And I went on with a story, and this one of the girls asked me, did he appear to you? Which gave me an opportunity to give a, the witness of 1957 when he came to me in wicked, uh, liquid love, and just a little love came and you could tell, you know, that they were all really engaging with what I was saying. And I just felt Usually I don't mention this, but I was smoking two packs of cigarettes a day at that time. And I left the cigarettes and never smoked another one. When I said that, uh, the older girl, I think she's, yeah, today's her birthday, uh, 16 years old. Her mouth dropped open. God got her attention. And I don't know what it's tied to, but I know that family is coming into the kingdom of God. They're on their way. And I think they know it. They don't know what to do with it yet, but they know they're on the way. That's Thank you. That's my an amazing story. Yeah. Thank you. Beautiful. What an opportunity. So good. Thank you, Fountain Linda. We lost Linda just for a minute, but thank you both. God's on the move. Who else has got something to share, maybe from the weekend, that where you were involved in some way and you saw God touching lives through the love that you carry? Hmm? Go to Carol. Okay. Renee does. Carol was amazing. I would like to say I wasn't here for most of the weekend because I had something else going on, but as soon as I walked in on the two or three occasions I was able to get here, 
over the weekend. There was just such a strong sense of God's love and God's presence in this place. And it's not because of the building. <laughs> God doesn't live in the walls. He lives in the people. And it's the people here. So come on, Renee. Come and tell us. So I had to be in and out on um, Friday. My son popped into town and um, we had some car things to take care of. But Friday evening I got back and settled and Jane comes in and she's like, there's somebody, actually her and Laura both came over and like, there's somebody you need to come and talk to. And I'm like, okay, la, 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 you know. <laughs> um, anyways, we go and, and there's a young lady sitting at the chairs at the front and um, she had already spent time with Laura and Jane and um, there was just a, you could tell she was still um, very much in a place of needing to get some more off of her chest and so we just were chatting for a second and um there was just something that i'm like there's just something more here so we took her back into the room and um not disclosing anything obviously but um she definitely had some more things that she needed to get off her chest and the cool thing is is um for me <laughs> Just being able to use things and allow God to use our experiences, whether good, bad, or ugly, to encourage someone when they're experiencing a good, bad, and an ugly, and to reassure and to comfort and to, to honestly say, God has brought me through exactly what you're feeling exactly what you're experiencing exactly what you're going through i'm not just saying i understand because i am saying i understand i'm saying i understand because i can empathize with you and feel that with you because of an experience that i've had very similar very same exactly or whatever and um then to also know that in that same moment that um there is still more healing that needs to be done <laughs> in some other areas but to be able to trust God that those things that have caused pain and hurt can bring healing and comfort and reassurance to someone else who's experienced the very same things and for that person to know that you're safe making God safe and that I can trust you with the things that are bothering me or burdening burden burdensome right now um so it was very um moving not just for her but for um for me to know that one thing that was traumatic at a point in time in my life i can now discuss but something else i can't i can but it still moves me to a place that i need to work through some things of my own on that but um it was just very um encouraging and it was very touching and she even reached out that evening so uh, i know that there was a a um a reassurance for her that God is trustworthy and God is here. And I feel like Jane and I agree that had she not spent some more time, that th she was not in a good place to leave. And so the extra time we were able to spend with her um, could have prevented some worse things that evening. So, so that was awesome. So you gave and you received... All in one go. It's beautiful.
Who else? <laughs> Here comes Carol. One of the things that really blessed me this weekend is as I was standing and welcoming people in, that was basically what I did. I wasn't involved in the Spirit Cafe and very little in here, but I got to welcome everyone in. And this lady walked in that I know from another church, and she came in to do some shopping, but she came in in particular because she had signed up to work and nobody contacted her mm -hmm. to do that. So she came back the next day, and she was our... Um, our evangelist, I guess you would say, over at the Goodwill. Over at the Goodwill, handing out flyers. Numerous people came in. We had a deaf couple that came in. Nobody knew sign language, but they could read lips. And so that was exciting, the fact that they got to come in and get some clothes and then go receive ministry. We had our dear friends Stephen and Aaron come with a couple of girls from the homeless shelter. I think that's what it's called, women's shelter. Thank you. The women's shelter, one of whom I had been talking with on the phone, which was an incredible experience for me. And she was able to receive ministry. Aaron and Stephen got in the car, and the other gal from the shelter got in the car, but this gal wants to come back to catch the fire. It's just being able to get a ride here from the shelter. And so, uh, yeah, there are so many things. You can't even begin to look at that. And then at the very end, my wonderful friends from YWAM came to help us close down. <laughs> and we were so blessed to have them. But they walked in, and their eyes popped out of their head. This is quite an undertaking, one of them said. <laughs> this is bigger than I thought. Because for the last, what have we been doing this, three years? Last three years, I keep inviting and keep inviting. And so because YWAM's using this building for our school right now, they reciprocated and came to help out to close us down because we had something else going on last night. So it's, it's not just catch the fire. It's not just catch the fire, although this is the building we use, but it's in the community. People lived around the corner, found out about it. They saw it on Facebook. Let's keep posting. They saw it on Facebook and were able to receive ministry from all of those in the cafe. Thank you for all you did this weekend, Carol, and everybody. Go on, Sherry. Roger wants to talk about what? Yeah, okay. When he comes back, we'll get him to talk about the deaf couple. Sherry first. I'm not long-winded, so I'll make it short. I want to take it at a different angle. We had a lot of weary workers here, so I wanted to make sure they were well-fed, and I wanted to keep bringing joy. So as everyone shopped, I said, you can't leave without two bags full, and I make them go back and get another bag because <laughs> it's in the joy see, I didn't get to get in Spirit Cafe because I was so I was still hanging up clothes the whole time. But it's you know bringing the joy to these people because they're weary. And like the girl from the homeless shelter, I was one that emailed you. Yes. yes. And I had already talked to her too, but I had asked already the week before if we could start ministering there. And then the girl was here. And then the next day, someone from another church asked me if I could go minister there. 
and then Aaron said, I've got to get you in there. So it's, I think doors are opening. And like when I invited the family from Plantation Apartments, it was here two years ago for our Christmas thing. And um, she's going to check with the management to see if we can use their community center there to bring uh, DJ worship to the kids is that we can open up. Because I feel like sometimes you have to bring it at the level that the kids want. They don't want to come and sit and listen boring, but if you take a DJ there with Christian music and give them refreshments and then speak the Lord into them, it's at where they understand that they can have joy in the Lord because so many people think there's no joy in the Lord, that their joy is in the drugs and the alcohol and the dancing. And so we have to show them that the jo real joy is the Lord. So it just opened up a lot of doors to speak with different connections. And like with Sally, she goes to Ecclesia, but she's works with so many ministries. And she comes and collects everything and, and distributes all over the county. Huh? Uh, yeah, I know. Mm -hmm. And so she's amazing. So anyway, I just want to thank everybody that came and helped. Because without the help, we can't do it. And we can't bring the joy to those that are shopping unless we bring them joy as they shop. Amen. Roger, I want you to tell us something about your experience over the weekend. That's right. <laughs> um, all right, so for me, uh, kind of three things come to mind. Um, first, him. Obviously, I got hello. <laughs> okay, we'll do this. So I got to see him. Um, I don't know. I guess I can call it ministering. Yeah. You know, cool. he would. You know, he's walking around and babbling, and you could just watch the joy as he moved. At literally, whether or not people he touched people or not, he change the atmosphere around him for the better huh right. yeah and uh <laughs> so yes um the second thing um was watching everybody everybody come together um for this you know to to a get it set up and pray and get everything spiritually right but also watching at, like as Sherry's putting up clothes she's talking to people as Carol's you know inviting people in she's you know interacting um it was just it was just good to see the spirit move not not in a supernatural way but just in the way that he's supposed to through us through the inter interactions that we had with people <laughs> and then the th uh, yes <laughs> and then the third thing um, that comes to mind um, was Carol mentioned the uh, the deaf couple Jane and I got to go in and minister to them and I'm gonna be honest it was actually it was not the easiest thing to do to communicate with people who couldn't hear but we did it and they were they were blessed, yes. but I was blessed as well. I I felt the power of God in that situation, and it was it was genuinely exciting and fun. 
right. <laughs> Chicken. Now, now it's been anointed. <laughs> you can um. <laughs> you can you can look after that one till we can find the disinfectant spray. That'll be great. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I was about to sort of look at the back of the room and see if I can see any of those hands raised to say something. April just put her hand up to point at Mike. <laughs> I'll come to you. How's that? We're not live streaming, so it doesn't matter if I walk out of the, the, the shot. All right, so... so um there was there were quite a few mums. I have to just say a shout out to Laura because she's brought her her people. You, I just saw you so radiant and so full of joy because you had all your friends there. It was so amazing. So lots and lots of mums. And this was another mum that wasn't. She was actually um, not part of the sort of Conway area group. So she um, she was there and. Um, but I'm I'm invited her to th go through to see, and I I took her to Fountain Linda, and I just thought you know that'd be great. And <coughs> so apparently she sat there and she goes, well, why did you ask me to come here? She asked Fountain Linda, and they go, we didn't ask you to come here. <laughs> it's like they're trying to track it down and realise that Jane had <laughs> made her come in. Now I didn't make her come in. It was like just invited her, but somehow God just set that up, and they had the most amazing time. And then. You saw that Linda left that that recording. She actually was responding to someone asking where I was, and they said, Jane, where's Jane? So I came out here, and sh the same girl had come back to say thank you. She said, I came for clothes, but I left with so much more. I came for clothes, but I left with so much more. And she was so grateful so grateful, so grateful. And I, I said to her, I, I don't really know that I remember anyone coming back specifically to thank. Like she came back, drove back with a little one to say thank you. I said, that really is special to Jesus. You know, a lot of the people that he healed didn't come back to thank him, but the ones who did, that's a very special part and special place in their lives. So, And then um, Mike got a word for her too. So I didn't talk to uh, Emily when she came in. And then she came back, like Jane said. Um, but I came out, and she was, I guess, here, and they were talking to her. And uh, I actually had a vision when she was in the room. And uh, I didn't know her story or anything, but it was basically a, a vision of uh, the Wizard of Oz. So she was she was like Dorothy. And the word I got for her was, like, she she doesn't have a home or she doesn't feel like she has a home. And she's looking for a place for a home. And so we chased her down in the parking lot. And I started to tell this to her. And it turns out that her whole story is her husband's in the Coast Guard. They've moved around. And they have family. And I told this to her. I said, it's not that you don't have family. You do, but they're not with you. They're not in the same places. And she's like, um, she broke right there in, in the parking lot in the rain. We were on the rain. <laughs> yeah, we stood in the rain. And she broke out there in the parking lot. And I just I just continued to prophesy over her. And, 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 I, and I didn't even know. I'm like, does any of this, like, is this hitting anything? And she's like, yeah. And, and then, you know, she told the whole story. So it was pretty cool.
Yeah, um, Fountain and Linda are amazing. And when I was in there, I was just m soaking all the stories in, all the testimonies. I was, um, it's true, the Holy Spirit was moving strongly. And um, there was things that I was just learning as I was just listening to them. Um, so most of the time I was very quiet. But um, there was a couple that came, and um, they're, they're who stood out to me. And um, they asked for a prayer. And when she came in, she was slumped over, and she was sad. And her eyes were very, very closed. And um, we could feel heaviness on her. And Mike prayed over her, and her eyes just popped open. And you could just see a weight lifting off of her. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> I just knew. And she was like, she was like, what's happening? And she was just like, you, she just couldn't understand it. She was just like speechless. And she was just. Yeah, she got touched, and um, the whole family got touched. The little boy, uh, he was sick when he came in, and his lungs got cleared. Um, do you want to yeah. tell about that other couple? <laughs> uh, but anyways, this, this couple, the, the young son had all, all a bunch of congestion in his nose and his lungs, and we prayed over him, and that got cleared out. And the one of the interesting things I'll point out is the husband, yes, we prayed over him, but the real breakthrough in the husband was to see God move on his family. So just if you're ministering to people, just understand that God may touch one and not the other, but the actual what's happening there is actually affecting the whole family. Um, and they were born-again people, and they believed, and they were in church. But, but still, you don't know exactly what's happening there and how God wants to work and move in there. So it was really cool to see that. Wonderful. And then, of course, we had the miracle of YWAM and all of our tired folks getting everything cleared out. It, was, it literally was incredible. I didn't finish what I was doing until just before five, and I literally turned off the Zoom, ran out of the house, jumped in the car, and drove over here as fast as I could because I knew the concert started at, at 5.30 with the choir, the youth choir. And I walk in, and the whole place is just looking perfect. I'm like, and it, well, yeah, exactly. And apparently it had been like that for like an hour or so. And I'm like, wow, because of everybody playing their part. And so I want to say thank you to everybody for each piece you did. You know, you may have felt like you didn't do anything. You may have just, you know, donated a bag of clothes and couldn't come. <laughs> but everybody played their part. And this room last evening, we were, we were, what, maybe 75 people in here? It was full. Um, and all these kids and their families just singing all these beautiful songs for Veterans Day. We had, I think, five veterans in the room that we were able to honor collected up uh, the, the admission fees. Half of the admission went to the Wounded Warrior Project, and they raised, I think, 150 dollars for the Wounded Warrior Project. It was a beautiful expression of this place is for the community, just like the closet during the day and the Spirit Cafe over the weekend. 
our family exists to bless others and you've been doing a fantastic job of that Courtney should tell on Holly as well because she um <laughs> <laughs> she looked after us with amazing food that was I, I asked for some help and gave her a way of paying but she didn't use that way of paying yes yes so thank you there's so many ways that everyone just loved on us and it really touched my heart but there was so much sacrifice and care and love and I, Holly you were praying was it you praying with Barbara do you want to say anything about that because Barbara's um, does music garden here so she's and she's a really close friend and she actually gives me singing lessons I hope you're appreciating the improvement <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so uh, Barb and I got to minister over um, a young lady that had came in, and um, I won't give any details on that, but I will say that she was able to re receive salvation, and that was amazing, <laughs> like, just being a part of that and watching Holy Spirit just wash over her. Um, I don't think I'd ever seen anything like it, except for whenever I experienced it myself, but, um, you know, of course, but. It was truly incredible. And then also, um, the lady who came to pick up the clothes, Sally, um, I knew her. And I didn't. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, I actually ran into her at the bathroom. And I'm like, wow, she looks really familiar. Like, I, I know her from somewhere. And, you know, and then I kept, like, staring at her. I'm like, I really, I know her. And I walked out, and I said, you look really familiar. You look like a lady I know, my friend Sally. She said, my name is Sally. And I was like, yeah. And uh, I said, Ron's wife, Sally? She said, yes. Like, I hadn't seen her in years. I was like, so it was just incredible because, you know, you go through life, and you meet people, and you wonder how they're doing. You pray for them. And, I mean, it was just it was incredible getting to see her so full of life and, and giving back to the community and stuff. So I was like, yay, I'm so happy. It's good. Yeah, my coworkers, I invited them, um, and I'd been talking to them about Sister's Closet um, ever since I started, you know, coming here, and just getting to see them come and, and get clothing and get blessed, um, it was it was really good. It was, yeah. Georgie's got something to say. So, um, what I got to do as kind of my job was kind of to facilitate and have a little oversight over the... Uh, Spirit Spa, and um, in that, I got to see Holly grow, so I just wanted to honor you and draw attention to the fact that I saw it, and our father saw it, and it's very, very good, and you are amazing, so thank you. Amen. Laura, I would like to hear what it's from you. Tell us what it felt like for you having your friends here. It was wonderful to have them here and I've talked obviously about church to them. They go to their own churches near their homes but just to introduce Jane who they've heard about because she's made such an impact on my life and Shelley like this is home from home for me and see the kids running around here causing a little bit of chaos but it was the good chaos. Yeah. 
So no, it was fun. It was great to bless them and see them find clothes for the kids as they get a little older. And yeah, it's going to be fun. I know they'll be back. So we have plans. It's just helping us see. We'd love to start some mothers and tots group and things like this. So wonderful. So well done, everybody. Let's land this plane, shall we? <laughs> Can you close your eyes? I'm going to ask Holy Spirit just to impart to you what I would have said if I'd had to speak, and I'm glad I didn't. <laughs> As your eyes are closed, I want you to go back to where you were at the end of the worship time when we all just stayed in that place of fixing our eyes on him and receiving his love. Because those moments, whatever he was doing in those moments, are his gift to you today. And I want you to understand that it's a beginning, not an end. That he's going to continue what he started. He's going to deepen what he's begun. I want each of your hearts to hear that you were formed by God. He formed you and he breathed life into you and his love toward you continues to multiply and increase that life. And his purpose in forming you and breathing life into you is that you will continue to overflow with love. Everywhere you go, every moment of every day, in every situation. In the easy moments and the difficult moments, what comes out of you is what God has put in you. So even when you face times this week where you feel squeezed, I want your heart to remember that when you're squeezed, it's Jesus that comes out. It's the love of God that comes out. And when you're in an easier place and you feel that you're filled and you're uh, overflowing with love, I want you to remember again that it's him that comes out and not you. And our part in all of that is simply to have open ears and open hearts more than we have open eyes and open mouths. In other words, don't go through this week with your eyes open judging by your own understanding. Don't go through this week speaking your own wisdom, but go through this week with your heart in tune with him and your spiritual ears open to his voice. And you will find God doing more than you can ask or imagine. And so I bless that process in every one of us, that we receive his love, that we overflow with his love, and that we see what he is doing, that his kingdom comes on earth as it is in heaven through us, his children. In Jesus' name. And all God's people said, Amen. You are released to bless someone before you go. And come back next week and tell us all the things God's done this week. Thank you, Caleb. Have a great week. God bless.